The following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. And coming to you live on tape with the snap for this Monday, April 24th, 2023, where today served up as a powder keg of news, explosive news everywhere, all day. It was a Monday of news, actually started on Saturday with news that ended up not being news. And float all the way into today. I mean, where do we start? Where do we start? Well, we'll just rewind, right? So, a little rewind sound there. And we'll end up going to Saturday, right? Which is where all of this fun began. Because this news cycle ranged from truly shocking to not shocking at all and featured as much crap reporting as you possibly could think of. I mean, it really caught all of it. So Saturday, like I was saying, news comes through on the intranets, courtesy of either Instagram or Twitter. I think it was Twitter that... Derrick Henry was going to the Eagles. I'm fired. NFC East was like, what? No. The whole NFC was like, no. Henry? No. On that offense? With all their weapons? How'd they do that? Oh, man. Maybe the Eagles are as good as people love giving them credit for. So where the hell did that come from? Right? Because nobody saw it coming. So it comes from Twitter with Akbar Baji Biamila. He played a couple of years in the league. I kind of remember the name, but I don't. He comes out with a video of Henry playing against the Bills. Says, breaking, move out of the way, Derrick Henry at King Henry underscore two is headed to the Eagles. Internet goes nuts. Philadelphia starts losing their shit. They're like, yes, we're fucking great. And everybody's like, hold on. Wait, where is he getting this from? Nobody's heard of this before. Where is this coming from? And sure enough, the uh, people br- start breaking it down. And the only thing that they come up with is that uh, Bijamilla who I guess is doing hosting on American Ninja Warrior right now, along with something else. That's his background. I know he does Ninja Warrior, and then he does something else. But his representation is the same as Derrick Henry's. So then everybody was like, "Uh uh-oh, there it is. He's got the same agent. The agent knows something that nobody else does, and this might have legs here. So, sure enough, everybody starts talking about... But you sit there and you're kind of like, hold on. What? This is not a a news 
anchor or a reporter or anybody in the mix. This is a an American ninja warrior. Hiya! Host. Like that's what he does. That that's what he's doing. He's not breaking news stories. And yes, sometimes news stories get broken in any possible manner. But this one would have been heard about way before by probably, if anybody, it would have been Aaron Schefter. Because God knows that if there's a story, he has spoon-fed that goddamn story through one of his eight phones at any given time. Because, you know... I mean, when the puppet is so entwined, you know, and the marionette is controlled by all those different people, you know, I mean, they're definitely going to feed that guy the story before anybody else because they can control exactly when and how it comes out. Not that that's going to come up later on in the program. But, yeah, you know, Derek Henry to the Eagles is coming to you from either the Titans or the Eagles, and it's going through Aaron Schefter on ESPN. That's how that story is being broken. It's not being broken by Bajan Bia Miller, American Ninja Warrior host. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah thanks, Mike. So, anyway, th- that starts Saturday. So, then that rolls over into Monday, right? So, you wake up Monday. You're like, all right, whatever. We'll see if that thing's going anywhere. And then news came out this morning that the newest professional sports league, that being politics. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. You're always there for me. Uh, Politics, which only features two teams. So it really does get pretty boring hearing about those two teams all the time, which is why politics is fucking just stupid. But anyway, their professional media mouths, being CNN and Fox News, decided to cut their top two players from the roster. Don Lennon from CNN, see ya. And Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson from Fox News, you're out of here too. And while Lemon had soured over the years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see what I did there? I mean, that is... Uh, uh, oh, shut up. Oh, come on. Okay, it was a good, it was a pun. It was a word joke, dude. So anyway, um, so while Lemon had been on the outs for quite a while, and I mean, he went from primetime with Don Lemon um, and then all the way to morning news with two girls who just despised the fucking guy. Um, it's not a shock that he went out. But I mean, Tucker Carlson is a completely different story because that fucking guy had like 3 million plus viewers. 3 million. I mean, he had... Anybody who was watching news at night was watching him. That was it. You know, I mean, monster ratings. And he hadn't even been there that long in that spot. Right? When did he come through? I think he came through around 2016 or something. You know, relatively speaking, he hadn't been there that long. And he was knocking it out of the park with 3 million plus viewers a night. That would be like the Oilers cutting Connor McDavid. That'd be like, you know... You're fucking great, and you had the most points, uh, you know, like since the, the 80s and Gretzky or whatever the hell he had this year. But you know what? No thanks. You're out of here. I mean, kind of nuts. But then, then, hold the phone. The coup de gras as breaking right in the middle of NFL Live is a totally organic and not choreographed at all. New story that nobody saw coming. Nobody saw this coming from a, a mile away. 
Not even close. And what was that news story? Oh, God damn it, computer. Why don't you play for me when I wanted you to go? Why? Because I'm on a basement computer and I'm using ESPN. And ESPN wants me to refresh the screen because they want to play the stupid uh, commercial in front. So they want to ruin my bit and they want me to, you know, reset the screen. So I will. So anyway, like I was saying, after all of that and ruining the segment and just completely blowing up my face... As I was saying, the coup de grace was this story right here, live, during NFL Live. And it's still not going to play. Why would it? I mean, Jesus H. Christ. I mean, this couldn't have gone any worse. Any worse at all. I mean, if this was live radio, this would have been actually pretty hysterical. But it's not. It's like a podcast where I had all the time in the world to cue this up. And now my browser is fucked with me twice. So anyway, like I said, here it is. Breaking news. Aaron Rodgers officially is being traded to the New York Jets. Oh, there it is. You know, it just like I botched that entire thing, keeping you sitting there waiting for this terrible punchline that ultimately, in the end, didn't have any kind of delivery. It probably, it might have sounded a little bit better had the browser not crashed on me, but ultimately, it just really wasn't worth it. I should have just said the coup de grace and then would have said Schefter broke the story during live NFL, whatever, NFL Live, he broke the news. Jeez, it just... Watch that whole goddamn... Uh, kick in my nuts. Fuck him, motherfucker! Uh, anyway, so that came out. And then it was like, oh my god, Aaron Rodgers. And then it was just everywhere. Everywhere. And now we'll get back to the NFL Live segment. Because you really have to hear that in its entirety to fully enjoy it. But uh, let's get to the brass tacks of this deal. Because this is a deal that was set up uh, ages ago, and nobody could figure out why it was just taking so goddamn long. And then I think the Post had the story, we might have talked about it last week or the week before, when they just came out and they were like, oh yeah, well, it's, they, they want a first round pick and they can't get the first round pick, so they're trying to figure out a way get the first round pick, and that's what's hanging the whole thing up, right? That, Jets turn around and they're like, look, dude, the guy might retire, so why are we going to give you a first round pick? That's kind of stupid, but I mean, we'll, we'll figure it out. Nobody thought this deal wasn't going to work. Had it really been problematic, the second result probably would have been Rodgers retiring. Which, if you listen to any podcast media stories, was what everybody was saying, right? He's getting traded to the Jets or he's going to retire. right? But it also didn't make sense for him not to go to the Jets. It didn't make sense for him to retire. So everybody knew that this story was happening. When it broke... Who the hell knows? But it ended up breaking today. But it wasn't anything that really shocked the world. We'll get back to that. So what is the, what's the brass tacks of the deal? Here we go. Uh, I'm going to tell it all from the perspective of the Jets. Because when you're trying to articulate this out audibly, it doesn't really make sense to go back and forth between teams. I think it gets utterly confusing. So I'm just going to tell you what one team gets and then maybe flip it, maybe not. It might just be apparent. But here you go. The Jets get Aaron Rodgers. Exactly what they wanted. The Jets then 
will flip their first-round picks with the Packers. So Aaron Rodgers comes from the Packers. The Jets are going to send the Packers their 13th pick, but in return they're going to get the Packers' 15th pick. So all that happens here is Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets. The Packers move up two spots. The Jets move down two spots. The Jets then give their second-round pick to Green Bay. And then the Jets and the Packers flip their, I don't know what round it is, fourth or fifth round. So the Jets move up from 207 to 170. They move up about 37 spots. And the Packers move down 37 spots. So there's a flip in that round. And then the first round pick, which the Packers wanted, they get next year as the Jets will send their second round pick next year to the Packers. And if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps, that second rounder will then be upgraded to a first rounder. Right? So, and I imagine the Jets then would keep their second rounder. They'd have to go to their first rounder. Right? So the Jets get Aaron Rodgers. They move down in the first round from 13 to 15. They give away their second round pick. They then move up in a later round from 207 to 170. And then they have to give away, at the minimum, their second round pick next year. Possibly their first round pick if, as everybody imagined, Rodgers plays 65% of the plays. And the Packers, I'm not going to do it in hindsight. You could just reverse it. They give away Rodgers. They move up two spots. They get a second rounder this year, and then they get a second rounder next year, possibly a first. And if you think about it, it's utterly fair. Because what else were you going to get for a 40-year-old guy? Uh, I mean, nothing. It's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, sure. But the team has to be made up with a composition that can actually compete with him but doesn't have a quarterback, right? Not many playoff teams or on the verge of playoff teams are in that position. Maybe a couple. But then you got to factor in his contract and the monstrosity that that is and have a team that you could make that work. So the more and more that you deep dive into the Aaron Rodgers situation – he could only go to a couple places, right? And so the Jets were one of those. And because there was only a couple places that he could go that it could actually work, there wasn't a whole lot of leverage that the Packers had. Not to mention, the Packers burnt up any leverage that they had when they just basically were just like, yeah, you know, we're here with Jordan Love and he's our quarterback now. And, uh, you know, I mean, I guess if everything goes the opposite way, maybe Aaron could come back and hang out with us and play. And at that point, when you said that about the probably the best quarterback that you've had in your franchise history, uh, not franchise member club history, then uh, you know it's it's over, Johnny. Right? I mean, terrible, terrible showing on the way out the door. But you know that's the way that these things usually go, especially with big name players who are super well paid. And have a lot of cachet, right? You flip over, you go to the NBA. I, you know, this is LeBron on his way out of Miami. LeBron on his way out of Cleveland. There's, there's no good way to do it, right? You look like an asshole, you know, anytime you go. So Rodgers is no different here, and uh, the Packers don't look good either. But 
whatever. You know, it just gets to that point. It's like, we got to move on. It's not going to be pretty. We can't figure out a good way to do it. And so we're out. I guess the Colts did a good job when they did part ways with Peyton Manning. Um, that was not a, a, an ugly divorce there. But there's not too many that you can think. I can't remember how the Montana thing went when he went to Kansas City. You know, I mean, they had Young, and they were going to Young, and Montana, you know, walked. But I don't remember if it was ugly or not. Uh, I mean, I, I wasn't that young. I should remember, but I don't. Whatever. College. Um, so that was the big news story today. And so where does that leave these two teams? The Packers are all in on Jordan Love. Uh, they are going to hope that he is what they think he is. Otherwise, it's going to be, you know, a rough go. And this all kind of started with the trade at Devontae Adams because once he left, you could see the writing on the wall that this whole thing was falling apart. And eventually it did. Um, you know, I mean, Rodgers had just gotten to the point that, I mean, I, I don't I don't know. He's going to go to New York. I can't see how he's not going to be a little crybaby bitch in New York either. But... He definitely uh, did not like uh, being out there in Green Bay at the end there. He had had enough, and he had another way he was treated. The coaching staff, the lack of the roster movements, uh, never drafting a wide receiver. And so it was, you know, done when the last season was done. And you could, the funny thing, I'm going to miss the videos of him looking at LaFleur and LaFleur looking back at him and. Rogers making funny faces and cursing under his breath and LaFleur just being frustrated. I, you know, I'm going to miss those days. Um, but the Rogers era in Green Bay is now finito. And it'll be fine. You know, he'll come back and the retires number and he'll say all the good times we had and we won that one Super Bowl and wish we, wish we had won more. It didn't work out. But, you know, I mean, Green Bay pushed this by trading Devontae Adams a year ago, and then never really getting anything to, you know, replace that at a time when it was like, look, this is the last run that you have. So if you're going to get rid of the best wide receiver you have, I, it's really questionable what the hell you guys are trying to do. And so that's when this whole thing started, and, and now it has completed uh, with getting rid of, you know, one of the best wide receivers in the game and one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the game. So that's where we stand now for Green Bay. And they will go with Jordan Love and a whole mixed mosh of, uh, you know, different offensive talents that they'll try to piece together, hoping that Love is good, right? So they, they got some, you know... Wide receivers, uh, you know, kind of looked okay. Like they had potential to have to grow over time. Now they'll have to do it with love. Um, backfield, all right. You know, the defense was supposedly stacked last year. It didn't turn out that way as the year went on. But um, regardless, so Green Bay is in not full rebuild mode. It really depends on what love uh, turns out to be. But I guess that's how you would quantify where or qualify and describe where the Packers are as of right now. They are in Loveland. That's where they are. They're trying to figure out if that's a, a good place or a bad place to be. The Jets, meanwhile, will take Aaron Rodgers, throw him immediately under center with all of this young talent and hope that these young receivers that they have, plus the young running back, Brees Hall, 
and the line and, you know, the defensive talent they have and put it all together, sauce it up, and, uh, you know, there, see what I did there, um, and try to have extended success in the AFC. Now, it's tough because the AFC is loaded with talent, not only within the conference, but in their own division. So they are going to have to deal with Miami. They're going to have to deal with Buffalo. And then if they get through all of that, they're going to have to go up against the likes of the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, you know, or I don't know what do you want to, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. If the Chargers and Herbert can uh, put things together, um, you know, I'm, I don't, you know, whatever, throw AFC team in there, you know, Baltimore Ravens and whatever happened with Jackson. So it simply putting Rodgers in there, doesn't really guarantee them all that much. I mean, they could have a rough start to the season, miss the playoffs. I mean, it could work out that way. You never know. But for the Jets, you had to do it because you gave up practically nothing to get the guy. Uh, First-round pick, Rich. I mean, that would suck. Eh, maybe. 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 Maybe not. You know, I mean, if you give a— if Rodgers plays this year and he's good, he's going to come back next year. And so you're going to be working with the team that you're trying to build up from now anyway. So who cares about that first-round pick next year? You'd care more about that first-round pick like two or three years after that, right, when Rodgers is gone. But between now and then, who knows? You know, you, you can you could trade a player who's disgruntled, or you could trade a couple of picks and move up. You know, it's, it's the kind of like, you know, you, you just package what you got, you try to make it bigger, right? What's that whole... There's that thing where, like, you know, the, the guy takes a $20 bill and he turns it into 100 right? Because he goes to one guy and he talks real quick. And he was like, oh, I'll give you this and that. You know, I'm going to give you the 20 Give me back uh, five fives and a, and a 10 And then, what? And, but you're doing it quick and flip-flop. And the guy walks out with more money than he walked in with, right? So, you know, that doesn't happen all the time. But you can package picks together to try to upgrade yourself and possibly get into the first round, right? And if you want to throw a player in there, that might be disgruntled. It gets a whole lot easier. So anyway, just to say that the loss of the first-round pick, if you ask me, is not that big of a deal, especially next year when if they're rocking and rolling from the Jets' standpoint, that first-round pick, I, you know, it just isn't going to really add um, to their possible success. I, I mean, I guess you shouldn't say that first-round pick's a first-round pick, but it's always a guess, right? I'm just saying that they grabbed Rodgers because they feel they have enough everywhere else that that first-round pick next year won't matter. And if Rodgers plays three years, it really doesn't matter, right? So, I mean, it would be crazy if you got three years out of him, but Tom Brady just played until he's 45. And so Brady will turn 40 this year. I just did this last week on the, on the show, and I thought it was 38, but it was 39. He'll be turning 40 in the year. So if you get three years out of him, that's 43. But shit, uh, Brady looked okay. Even this year, he didn't look terrible up till the end. And in the end, he, he looked pretty bad. But you also don't know if that was just the team and where they were at. So anyway, um, back to Rodgers here. You could get three years out of him. Maybe you get one. Whatever it is, the Jets had to do it um, because this is what you need. And in the meantime, maybe they can work toward their replacement. Could they have went for a Lamar Jackson? Maybe, but he just doesn't fit the bill. Look, Jackson has a ton of issues. We've talked about him. Uh, I don't want to say at length, but enough um, over the course of this podcast that you understand my opinion of it and my brother's, which is that as good as Lamar Jackson is, he is built to fit one single system. 
that system has a ton of risk on it because in order to amplify his strengths, you have to utilize him on the ground, which just opens him up for injury, which then, should he go out, leaves you at a huge disadvantage because you can't replace that quarterback. You can't replace quarterbacks anyway, but then when you have a specific quarterback who you've built an entire offense around and tailored that, which includes a ground game, to find a replacement for that kind of quarterback, I mean, it just, you can't. So, anyway, it would not have worked bringing him here to New York, and so that was an option either. So this was this was the move. This was the quarterback that was available. You have the talent there. You get him out of Green Bay. He gets to come to New York, maybe shine in the media, you know, spotlight. Maybe not. Who knows? Who cares? Anyway, the guy comes here to play football. Who gives a rat's ass about any of this other shit? So anyway, um, let's get back to uh, the show. Now I'm going to try to play this shit, and it's going to crash on me again. But uh, anyway... We'll try and see if we can pull this off. Now, the reason that I want to go to this, because like I said in the open, this was probably the most choreographed staged news break I, I've ever seen in my life. And and to try to pretend like this was organically just happening at the moment was just patently offensive. It really was. It was just what are you guys doing? And the fucking... I don't have a video medium here. I just do everything old school like radio because that's what I really like. So you can't see my face. You can't see the videos that I play. It's all audio. So you just have to, uh, you know, imagine it. Theater of the mind, right? So you have Mina Kimes, my girl, up there, along with Dan Orlovsky, my <laughs> my boy, um, and then that ex-player, and I forget who he is, uh, along with the talking head female that uh, is in the spot of the host, and then you have Schefter, right? And so when he starts talking about this, you really should find it and just look at the faces, the faces that these guys are making. What are we hearing? I've never heard this before in my life. This is shocking. This is so shocking. And so just imagine the stupidest faces. Like, it's like an, like an SNL sketch, you know, probably more along the lines of a living color sketch as this is going on. But let's see if we can play this, and here we go. Like we said, this is breaking news. This just came out, and uh, nobody knew that this was coming until it happened. Breaking news. Yes. Aaron Rodgers officially is being traded to the New York Jets. And it just came down. Just came down. ago in a trade involving six picks. Whoa. Aaron Rodgers is Six. going to the New York Jets. It's official. It is happening. Phone Finally, in his hand. After all this time, we've been waiting for this trade to happen. Yes. And now it is. And here are the details. And when you wait this long for a story to break, you can't have this much energy because the the human emotion that you feel when you hear this is relief. It's not excitement. It's relief. It's okay. Thank God this goddamn thing got done. It's not okay. Here are the the, the terms of the deal. The, there's going to be five picks sent one way, four picks sent the other way. This is the news that Jet fans have been waiting for their entire lives. It's 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 not. It's like oh fuck. Thank God. Let's move on. Uh, anyway, back to Schefter. Of the trade that just came down, the Jets are sending their first round pick this year. Their second round pick this year. Oh, now here we go. <laughs> so I don't even know who that is in the middle. Is it Marcellus Wiley? I don't even know who the hell is in the middle. But he smacks his hand 
because I guess Schefter said that they got the the second rounder, and that's when he smacks his hand. And if you pause it at 31 seconds of a minute 47 on the ESPN video that comes up when you click this story, 31 seconds in, you can see the ugliest face you've ever seen on a talking head. (laughs) She looks... Her chin's like in her neck, and she's got this O face. It's like a terrible O face. It's like oh, 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 oh. and then Mina comes with her two hands over over her nose because she can't she can't believe what she just heard. She can't believe a second round or two. And then uh, Wiley or whoever is the football player is got the same thing. He's got two hands over his head. Then you have Dan Orlovsky with his O face, like oh, oh, I hope nobody knows I like this. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, don't stop up. Um, and then you got Schefter who just keeps talking. So um, this is the cast of characters that were breaking this news to breaking, <laughs> breaking this news um, that nobody expected coming. And it's just so shocking, the terms of it. Let's just go over the terms one more time real quick. This is what happened. Rodgers went to the Jets. The Jets move down two spots to 15. The Packers move up two spots to 13. The Jets gave him the second-round pick. The Jets moved up in the later rounds 30 spots from 207 to 170. The Packers, vice versa, moved down. And then the Packers get the Jets' second-round pick next year, possibly a first if, if he plays. Like, what? what is, what's the big news here? Like, it's not. It, it, it's nothing. Rodgers went there for basically a two this year and a possible one next year. That, that's what the trade was. I mean, it, it's. I mean, fucking Jets got a steal here, plain and simple. Hold on, big swagu. Hold on, big swagu. Second round pick Sorry. next year. It's a conditional pick. They get back. They get back the Packers' first round pick this year. Schefter's pointing at the screen pick, as he as he screams. Is pointing at the down. screen. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet. It is official. The two sides are in. The louder you scream, right now, the more official the story the is. Of the trade that I can give oh, you now exactly he goes to a second phone. The Jets, and again, this is in real time, so it's coming in. Real time. Aaron Rodgers, pick number 15 Here's the thing. in the first round. Pause this. A sucker. 2023 okay. fifth round pick. No, computer pause. So if this was happening in real time, right, how were you doing the reporting? Because you're sitting there with a phone in your left hand and a phone in your right hand. Now, maybe you reached out and tried to contact people beforehand and they're just feeding it to you now. But if this is happening in real time, you're not reporting it. You're just reading what's being sent to you via text message. What news are you breaking? You're just saying shit on the air. I mean, this is why reporting in 2023 is beyond stupid. Because you have Akbar Baja Bia Miller reporting junk that ends up going like wildfire all over the, the media market. People talking about it all weekend long as though Henry is going to the Eagles. Never happens. And then you have something completely contrived, such as this news being leaked to Schefter, and then Schefter pretending like this is live, just hitting the wire. It's just like, hey, look, Aaron, during NFL Live, what, what time is your NFL Live today? 
Okay, it's at 4 o'clock. All right, so around, I don't know, plan around 4.15. We're going to text you um, the terms of the deal, but, you know, Rogers, is, it, we finally got the deal done, and we'll send it to you. It's going to be a, a first rounder next year and, you know, a second rounder this year, and that's basically it. We'll, we'll send you everything over via text. Which text do you want it on? Do you, do you want it on your personal one, or do you want it on the ESPN one? Okay, all right, cool. We'll text that one to you there. So here he goes. Back to Schefter. Number 170. The Packers get pick number 13, a 2023 second-round pick, number 42. The Jets' first-round pick, first pick in the second round. A sixth-round <laughs> pick, number 207. Can't even read his a conditional 2024 second-round pick that becomes a one if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays this year. And wow. so the trade that we've been waiting amazing. for finally has been agreed to. Aaron Rodgers is being sent to the Jets. It's breaking because I'm shouting. Quarterback, and the Packers have extra draft capital and extra draft ammunition. Hold on. Let's go back to that real quick. Agreed they- to. Aaron Rodgers is being sent to the Jets. Yep. And the Jets have a quarterback. And the Packers and have Pack extra have? draft capital and extra draft ammunition. Oh. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, yeah. Mike, do they have extra draft capital and extra draft ammunition? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how would you quantify uh, ESPN's coverage of that trade? They stink! <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I mean, sure. Hey, Don, you got any any uh, opinions? Your organization's terrible. Uh, my organization? I, I think that you mean them. I, I think you made a mistake. That was more than a mistake. I, I agree. You're fucking accusing me of, of, of having an orga- a terrible organization. I My organization is of one man that is me you know you fucking numb nuts uh anyway so uh, there is no you don't have draft ammunition you have no draft ammunition you got an extra two this year and you got a two next year you got two twos that's it and possibly a one next year right but what are you gonna do like draft capital draft ammunition okay so you have a two this year you spend that on something Right, and then you have a a two a one next year, which you're gonna you know, a lineman or you know if if love stinks, you're fucked. You're gonna be spending it possibly on a quarterback again, right? You know maybe trying to package up to get another quarterback to replace love if love is terrible. If love's not, I mean I don't know maybe maybe they just really want to stick it to Rodgers, and as soon as he's out the door, they spend that 13th pick on a wide receiver, right? Wouldn't that be a fucking riot? But anyway, um, this was not a huge colossal colossal gain. Colossal? What the fuck is a colossal, Rich? Uh, Colossal gain for the uh, Packers, uh, not the Jets. It was a good pull for the Jets. Not a good pull for the Packers. So, and uh, and that was the coverage. Again, uh, just go to the ESPN link. Sources, Packers trade Aaron Rodgers to the Jets for multiple picks and watch the two-minute video. And again, it, about 30-whatever seconds I said it was in. 31, 37. Just pause it and just look at that cast of faces just in all of their shock and all. What? Can you believe a second-round pick? A second-round pick and a possible first round pick are you kidding me for Aaron Rodgers oh I never thought they were going to get that I, you know whatever I guess you have to watch NFL live every day to know their past opinions uh so then that might have made more sense had you had that kind of background but for the average everyday intelligent person that doesn't want to waste any time with these schmoes they stick on the tv uh nowadays uh you know I 
we're not going to know what your uh, prior thoughts are. So having this completely concocted reaction during a non-news story breaking, um, yeah, I don't know, not much of a sell. So anyway, I, I don't know. Where am I? I, I'm, I? I fucking lost anything to talk about. Uh, I, I was actually going to play the Titans GM talking about, you know what, like, so I, we talked about news and, and how ridiculous it is, and I, I'll just end it with this, and then I'll, I'll break. This, this is Rand Carthen. So Rand Carthen's in his first year. As GM of the Titans, and they were asking him about Henry because he basically had to come out and say that this deal's not happening. So, and I, I don't know anything about Rand Carthen, so he could turn around to be a completely full of shit guy. But you listen to this and you tell me if you think that this guy's lying through his teeth, or you know, AKG as they call him, right, or ABJ or whatever. I, I, I Bachmar, BM, Akbar. Bija Bia Miller um, was just completely throwing shit out, trying to make a name for himself, right? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I think this guy sounds 100% legit, but that's just me. So here we go. Is this not going to play either? Why would it play? Why would ESPN want anything that I do to work out well? So anyway, I'll have to re- restart this one. and But I'm going out on this goddamn clip. I'm playing this clip. There's probably going to be a, uh, a commercial that plays beforehand, and that's why they wanted me to restart this one. Yep, and sure enough, there it is. Uh, you want to hear about Easy Go ads? No. So anyway, like I said, Rand Carthen, uh, he but oddly enough, we've talked about the path that um, people take to get to a spot. His path is pretty impressive because it didn't take him like anything, relatively speaking, to become the GM of a professional football team. If you want to go to his, he was a player a couple of years. Again, his playing career wasn't long, which allowed him to jump over onto the business side much earlier, right? We talked about that all the way last year when we were talking about the paths that people take and why some get to where they're going faster than others. Um, And so he only does a couple of years. He finishes up with the Lions in 06. 08, he becomes a scout. He's a scout from 08 to 11. He then becomes the director of player personnel for the Rams. He was a scout for the Falcons, if I didn't say that, from 08 to 11. Goes to the Rams 2012 to 2016. He's their director of player personnel. Then bounces to the 49ers, so like upgrading as we move along here. He's with the 49ers, same position, director of pro personnel, 2017 to 2020. He then is upgraded in 21, and from 21 and 22, he's the 49ers director of player personnel. So I guess it must have been a downgrade from the Rams to the 49ers when he made that jump in 2016 to 2017 because he went director of player personnel to director of pro personnel and then up to director of player personnel uh, three years later. So, but, you know, to each team, I imagine that titles are kind of like corporate titles. They are what the corporate makes them up, but sometimes they don't, transfer from one corporation to the next. Uh, you know, there's just no relation. So maybe it's something there. But anyway, um, and then he was out. Uh, at 2022, he left to become the Titans general manager. So there you go. Ends playing in 06. I don't know. He's got like a year off or something. And then uh, three years of pro scout, four years as a director of play p- player personnel, uh, three years as a director of pro personnel, two years as a director of player personnel, and then general manager. And that's the end of the line. So anyway, uh, let, let's see what Ram had to say about this awesome piece of reporting from the American Ninja Warrior host. 
No way. No way, baby. You're not going to do this to me again. Because I can't. I, I, I can't vamp yet again and retell you what, uh, you know, Rand Carthen said. So I'm going to refresh it here, and they stick me with another commercial. Maybe I'll just pause it, get this damn thing going, and uh, no, here we go. Good. There, no. No. I mean... There's things I want to say that I won't because I got Robbie standing to my left. Um, I don't know who Robbie is. You know, I mean, it is what it is. I, You know, it's it's a part of the job. You know, I know people have their job to do to speculate and, you know, put things out and hope that it sticks and hope hope that they're right. But um, I'll just lean on it this way because I've said it before. Um, we won't do business in public. We haven't. You know, you lean to we were trading Jeffrey Simmons you know, we were doing all these things, and you know, the entire you hear people time talk of us trading Jeffrey Simmons, we were working on a deal. You know, some guys are just kind of like bullshit artists. I, all of that talk went away. I don't. You know? I, don't so, I don't. I think um, this guy's one hundred percent legit. I always lean on taking care of the player, taking care of their families. I don't think it's fair to discuss, you know, publicly. And that's that. So anyway, I, you know, you hear him talk, and I don't know. Sometimes you just hear people talk, and you you can just read who they are. And I think that guy is 100% legit. I don't think there was anything to this story, and I think the dude just broke it for whatever reason. But then again, you know, we'll turn around, you know, five years from now and be like, oh, Rand Carthen is such a bullshit artist. The fucking guy never never tells the truth. So anyway, um, you know, I, I got to figure out a better way to do this live uh, audio because it worked really well a podcast or two ago, and then today it completely killed the show as I just brought everything to a screeching halt as... Uh, as I tried to play this shit, and then this uh, these browsers just screwed me, as did ESPN, because of course ESPN wants me to watch uh, you know ego commercials eight million times or whatever random corporation is paying them buco buco dinero uh, in order to uh, you know air on their site. So anyway, uh, that's going uh, good talking to you all on this big news Monday, and we'll hope that Tuesday is just as exciting. Or not as exciting. I don't know. What the hell was it in the end, right? I mean, Rogers to the Jets. Hooray! Woo! Congratulations. We never knew that was coming. So, Anyway, peace. I'm Audi. Talk to you later.